Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, tonight on Twitch, we'll be recapping Monday Night oh Young. Right, tonight. <laughs> oh, sucker. Hey, they, they do have... I don't know who I called sucker at that point. Um, oh, I think you're calling me a sucker. I think it's both of us, really. To be anybody well, yeah. If you're calling me a sucker for having to watch Raw, then you are likewise a yeah, sucker. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, there is a preview of Raw. We're going to get into that uh, way down the line here on the show today. Yeah. Uh, but there is, in fact, a preview. So maybe the, it, it's been written. That, well, that be parts weird? Of it. At least parts, parts of it, have. Of it right? I mean, there's three that, three segments announced. So at least yeah, part that of gauntlet it. match is going to be long. Maybe. Yeah, it should be good. Unless Cedric Prime Alexander does something to take a couple of losses down. Anyways. Something that's entirely possible. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, quick note. Another, uh, once again, thanks to Denise Salcedo for uh, hopping onto the Matt chat with yes, us. Yes, thank you so much. That was a lot of fun. This past weekend. This is a lot of fun. She's absolutely great. She's mm-hmm. ever, I do appreciate some of the comments on YouTube. Uh, somebody especially made me laugh when I said, when I said, cause I always say, Hey, tell the people where you can find them. And then the, the comment was just, Denise says, yes, <laughs> cause she's everywhere. And it's, it's really great, man. She adds so much to whatever platform she's on. Totally. So thanks again, Denise, uh, thank for, you so much hopping on the show with us. Uh, but we're here to talk about wrestling, uh, in the news from the weekend. We got a bunch of stuff, uh, of course, uh, first and foremost, Big news this morning. The WWE Network. Massive, man. It's gone. It's gone. Sold. Sold. Well, not entirely. Here in the United States, more or less. Replaced by The Office, by old episodes of The Office. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Michael Scott replacing Vince McMahon as head of WWE. So let's go back in time to a year ago, roughly, uh, where Vince McMahon mentioned on uh, WWE's 2019 Q4 earnings call that the company was open to the idea of licensing their WWE Network content to, uh, to another streaming service. And as you mentioned, today, that announcement happened. WWE announced they have struck a deal to bring network content to NBC Universal's Peacock platform, uh, announcing in a press release that the pact is, quote, a multi-year agreement that gives Peacock exclusive streaming rights to WWE Network 
in the U.S. This is only in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Peacock will be the new home of the WB Network, again, here in the United States, beginning March 18th. Uh, quote, beginning the rollout of more than 17,000 hours of new original library WB network programming on demand and on a 24-7 channel, including. So this is what uh, Peacock's going to have. Uh, no, Whoa, gosh, that went away. My computer did something weird. I got it right here. Tag me Thank in you. all live pay-per-view events, including WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Fastlane will be the first of these WWE pay-per-views to stream on Peacock on Sunday, March 21st. Original series like Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions, The Undertaker Last Ride, and all new WWE icons. In-ring shows like NXT, NXT UK, and WWE 205 Live, as well as replays of Raw and SmackDown. We'll get to the NXT bit in a second here. Mm -hmm. WWE Network archives, including every WWE, WCW, and ECW pay-per-view event in history. That's actually not true. There's some ECW events that uh, th th they didn't air those ones. Uh, groundbreaking documentaries, including WWE 24, WWE, wait a second, WCW, what about the WCW uh, Korea Invasion one? That, that was never aired. I don't think that's on the network now. Well, they need to update this press release. Anyways, uh, groundbreaking documentaries. Kayfabe in their own press releases, huh? <laughs> they are, man. What the heck? Including WWE 24, WWE Untold, and WWE 365. And starting in 2022, one mm, signature documentary annually. One just yes. amazing. So maybe something like The Last Ride, perhaps, you know? Maybe but, something like they used to do for the DVD releases. Remember those? That could be. That could be. That could uh, be. Um, go ahead. Yeah, so the press release also states that the companies will share details on managing customer accounts closer to the Peacock launch in March. WWE Network, including all pay-per-views, will be available on Peacock Premium for $4.99 a month, a $5 a month savings where members will enjoy access to the entire WWE and Peacock catalog, more than 47,000 hours of premium programming for an ad-free experience, Peacock Premium Plus will be available for $9.99. So Yeah, so my understanding is that they're going to essentially uh, 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 migrate your WWE Network account over to Peacock. That's my understanding at the $4.99 uh, level. And if right. you want to upgrade to an ad-free experience, you got to drop an extra 5 bucks, which would be the same that you're paying now for your network subscription. Right, yeah. Uh, so uh, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that while terms of the deal were not announced, quote, a person familiar with the deal said it runs five years and is valued at more than $1 billion. Wow. That's a lot of money. That's that's a ton of money. That's a lot of money. So, so they, what, they got, 200, they got 200 what, million a year? They got, what, billion-dollar deals with... Uh, well, they got $2 billion deals two now with NBC Universal. One for Raw, now pay-per-view or network stuff, and another one with Fox. Yeah. No surprise, then, WB announced today that they expect record... Uh, 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 report of income for 2020 with operating income of $209 million and operating income before depreciation and amortization of $286 million. That latter number up 60% from last year. And the company expects 2021, guess what, be even more lucrative, uh, issuing a, a, a adjusted OIBDA guidance range of 270 to $305 million. Kind of interesting that it didn't really like pop their stock price at all. Uh uh. Um, it was, I mean, as of the 19th, it was at $52. The it's 21st, it was at 52.60. To the 22nd, it was at 55. Right now, it's at 53.54. So it actually tanked their stock. 
No. Um, Slightly. You, you lost it. You lost a buck and a half. <laughs> exactly. I have a billion dollar deal. <laughs> so um, uh, before we get into like the grand scheme of things, let's talk NXT in here because it's mentioned in that press release. So mm-hmm. Wrestling Inc. Uh, had uh, some clarification on the nature of NXT because based on uh, this inclusion in the press release, you know, you can make you can make the assumption based on how it was worded that maybe uh, NXT is going to move over to Peacock. This is what Wrestling Inc. has to say. Quote, the uh, weekly NXT show will continue to premiere on Wednesday nights via the USA Network. Also, the same episode will continue to air on the W Network via replay the next day as it has some time now. They continue. It's been speculated that NXT could be changing rights. Nights, sorry. On the USA Network to, to NBC Sports Network shutting down the need for a new home of NHL's Wednesday night hockey program. The fact that NXT's TV contract is set to expire this October. However, there is no immediate change to the weekly NXT schedule due to the new Peacock deal. Not to say that can't change in October, of course. Uh, NBC Sports Network isn't shutting down till the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So come 2020, um, you know, I, I guess there's three options. Either you keep NXT Wednesday nights, you move to Peacock. You keep NXT on USA, move it to a different night, probably Tuesday, or you keep NXT on USA Wednesday nights, and then uh, Wednesday night hockey moves to another channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I get the feeling the time, the 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 days of, and I don't know which of these are going to play out. I just get the Actually, feeling that that last another, one is not going to be the thing that happens. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll move the the Wednesday night hockey to Peacock. I don't know. No, I'm saying that I don't think I I think that NXT is going to be gone from Wednesdays. Yeah coming up in like November, October or whatever. I just yeah. get I just get that feeling. It's come on, man. Like you got this thing, you're paying 30 million dollars for it. You may you may they're making you look like a fool every week AEW is. Yeah. Uh so either change nights or make it part of the you know Peacock premium program. The Peacock family. Now, I guess we could talk uh you know or speculate I guess on the hows and whys of all this. You know, they as as we mentioned earlier, that's been apparently in discussion for at least a, roughly a year now. And it seems to be part of the genesis of the split between their uh, God. What were their names? The the vice presidents that left. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There seemed to be a philosophical difference on how they uh, uh, treated their OTT, their streaming service. Mm-hmm. You know, do they keep it in house? Do they shop it out somewhere? Who knows if this sort of element played into that? If this, if if them leaving cleared the way for yeah. like this. And also, I'm well, I'm also guessing too if the WB Network had been the financial boon they probably hoped it would be when it would launch, mm. this would be kind of a moot point. You know, I think yeah. at the end of the day, they were probably expecting uh, more revenue coming in from the network speculation, of course. Well, and I mean, when, l- l- you could do some Especially since, hold on, yeah. me, me, get, me, get, me get this thought out real quick. Uh, especially since, you know, they were offering all the pay-per-views um, within with your subscription, you know, and, and losing, for the most part, you can still buy WP pay-per-views on, petition, on traditional pay-per-view. Uh, losing that particular revenue stream more or less substituting with this. I don't know what the math is on, on how that balanced out if it did. Um, so this is a $200 million a year deal. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do they get? A million and a half sort of subscribers last time we, we checked last time. Yeah. It was yeah, yeah, there. Like it's, that, it's, yeah. It's always hovered around there. Like 1.3, um, one and a half. Yeah. One, like 1.5 1. 1. Yeah. has been kind of the, the, the ceiling, right? Yeah. Um, it's been a while. Did they, I think they didn't. They did they stop? They had a they have a free version of it, mm-hmm. but they stopped doing the free trial stuff. I Correct. Think. Yeah. So let's say they've got let's say let's say they have a million and a half subscribers paying ten dollars a month. That's what fifteen, 15 million million a month. dollars a month times ten 
is a hundred and well, twelve. It'd be twelve. 12 yeah, times twelve. One hundred and fifty plus. Would be how about one hundred eighty million? Right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, this this you know is more than that. A. It is, and but B, also this this I, I'm assuming that one point five million subscriber number is worldwide. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you subtract the full one and a half million. Yeah, that's a good point. From yeah. this two hundred million yeah. they're getting, because you know I don't know what percentage. I would imagine the largest percentage of subscribers you hear in the states, mm-hmm. but without knowing the exact number of subscribers who are international. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it's going to be a net gain for them regardless. But. Oh uh, yeah, apps, and it's guaranteed. Like it's mm-hmm. you know it's like they don't have to worry about oh we're after we're going to dip down to a million subscribers and lose all this mm-hmm. revenue it's like guaranteed mm-hmm. money so the question is how many people are they going to release now that they have a billion more dollars cuz generally whenever they for every billion dollars they get they end up releasing a ton of people yeah i know um i guess from the peacock side of things i kind of you know we we've seen some other uh, streaming services you know like most recently hbo max were like all right Warner brothers movies they're all going to be on 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 the service 2021 of course part of that's pandemic you know, uh, I'm sure uh, movie theater receipts are down a lot. Um, they probably have a bunch of stuff that had already been in production that was slated to release 2020, early 2021. That at this juncture, they want to get out there and recoup some money from it. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know what Peacock's uh, uh, numbers are like at launch. You know, I'm sure for NBC Universal, this is uh, from their perspective sweetening the deal for a potential Peacock subscription because not only get WB, you got like. Basically, office. yeah, pretty much. It's WB in the office at this point. It's no, I'm WWE. You know, yeah, a hey, bunch of NBC shows. Court. Probably get old Mike Court. That's true. Uh, Universal uh, movies, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, in, in the ongoing streaming service battles that are going on, because it's, it's, a, it's a point now that if you cut the cord years ago and decide no cable, if you start having to subscribe to all these streaming services, that's basically your cable bill. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, people have to be pretty selective in terms of what streaming services they want to, they choose to go with. I guess you, you you have to sweeten the deal as much as you can. They got they got the new Saved by the Bell reboot too. Where Zach is That's a, not a that's not a needle mover for Larson. He's a, he's the California governor now. They got everybody back for that. So, uh, there's an article from The Wrap December 8th, 2020 where it says NBC Universal's Peacock network Tops, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Peacock service tops 26 million subscribers. I wonder how many of those were the free uh, Comcast ones, too. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's a a really good question. You got 26 million subscribers, but 20 million of them are Comcast. uh, Yeah, uh, I wonder how many people have Comcast, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is, you, you know, you mentioned that, you know, this is totally like a, in terms of the entertainment business, a war between streaming networks. You know, I mean, Disney Plus, what do they have like 100 million or something? Ridiculous oh, it's outrageous. Like, like them and Netflix have outrageous numbers. Just it's outrageous numbers. <laughs> outrageous is the right word. Outrageous just numbers. Money. Every, everybody else is just trying to scratch and claw their way for a fraction of that of that success. Like, dude, you got the the fucking. <laughs> He got CBS All Access. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're rebranding. They they have Star Trek, and they're rebranding to uh, the Paramount Network. What is it? Or the Viacom now? I don't know what the hell they are. But it's the nobody's gonna get them network unless you're a nerd Star Trek fan like I am. Yeah. How much is that? How much is CBS All Access? Is that ten bucks? It's like seven bucks a month. Yeah. I pay seven bucks a month for my Star Trek, dude. Well, I mean, it's worth it. I love it. It's great. Like I love the new Star Trek. It's awesome yeah. stuff. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I'm fine paying seven bucks a month for it, but 
In terms of the value proposition, it's not as good as some of the other options is what you're saying. Well, what am I going to watch, old CSI? No. No, no. Watch I mean, you can two, you can, they're, they're all syndicated, aren't they? <laughs> any At any given moment, I can turn on the TV and find CSI. Yeah, totally. You don't have to pay $7 a month to watch all those old CSIs. And Patrick actually, Oliva. You watch one CSI, you kind of seen them all. Patrick Oliva here in chat says, who gets Discovery Plus? I do. My wife got it because it's got all those murder mystery shows on it. She does watch it endlessly. She watches yeah. it a lot. I was yeah. wondering, wondering about that because that's what, five bucks a month? Something and, like that. And, and at least some <laughs> of the ghost adventure stuff. <laughs> some of the ghost adventure stuff, I think my wife yeah, said is. they're taking off TV and putting on there. All of Travel Channel. Oh, oh, really? Some of it is exclusive Discovery Plus. That's what that's what that's what my wife said, which is a wow. really ballsy move because I would think that's like their most popular stuff. Yeah, no large camera crew, and that's dude. You get five bucks a month. I wonder how many. Uh, I wonder how many hundreds of subscribers they have. <laughs> oh man, we just want some Twitch subs, man. We want some of that Twitch sub love money. Anyways, uh, another big deal. Brock Lesnar, the next big thing. Triple H talking about him. Uh, what is this? We haven't heard much about Brock. I'm reading your notes now. <laughs> what <laughs> is this? <laughs> we haven't heard much about Brock. I love so, that you don't even, even bother looking at these notes until I put them up. It's an interview with the Hindustan Times. This is how Larson's notes go. We haven't heard much about Brock Lesnar since his last appearance for WWE at WrestleMania 36. But during an interview with the Hindustan Times, Triple H was asked if the Beast Incarnate, the next big thing, could play a role at WrestleMania 37. To which the game responded, One of the things I've learned about him is Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants to do. Nobody can talk him into doing things differently. So time will tell. If he wants to show up at WrestleMania, he will. If he doesn't, he won't. The only way to get that answer is to call Brock Lesnar. And then he gave out Brock Lesnar's personal phone number, which I thought was pretty shocking. Uh, no. Uh, so we haven't also seen much of John Cena since WrestleMania 36, maybe because we can't see him, but Triple H talked with Sports Illustrated about whether Cena, the leader of C-Nation, could return for WrestleMania 37. Once again, he dodged the question. He said, I won't, <laughs> I won't put words in John's mouth, but I can speak to his passion, and it's WWE and WrestleMania. Once you do this at a high level and John does it at the highest, it's very hard to put down. There was a way for him to be there. He'll be there. <laughs> it's, just, it's just nothing. I know. It's basically non-news. But this, uh, going back to Discovery Plus, I have some information. This comes from oh, Zach Bagans himself. From Bro- Zach oh. Bagans himself. He tweeted this January 11th. Lots of you are asking, and yes, Discovery Plus is officially the new haunted home for ghost adventures. It's a haunted watch, home. <laughs> watch every it episode now. House? What's that? It's a yeah. Discovery Plus is a haunted house. You pay five dollars a month to watch. Oh um, man! Watch every episode now and then stream upcoming new episodes when they premiere only on Discovery Plus. Wow! Catch up and stay tuned for more Ghost Adventures on Discovery Plus. That's, so that's why a- you see, dude, when you get on Instagram or Facebook or whatever the cesspool that is Facebook, there's tons of ads for apps now for services that will scan your bills and say, "Hey, did you know you're subbing to this channel right now?" You should wow. like get rid of it or whatever. It's like trying to, you know, trying to save you some money and it looks at I guess your bank statements or whatever. I don't know what it does. That's awful. Uh or maybe you put in your email if you use your email address for stuff and it sees I, mean, I don't I, know. I, I don't know. You I, have I to do, authorize I, some violation of privacy. Yeah, that's why I don't bother with Facebook anymore cuz I got tired of that crap. Did you actually um, delete it or you just stopped using it? I just don't use it. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. It's there it's there kind of in case of emergency. Oh, okay. Okay. It's like the Undertaker. 
but I don't, I don't, I, I, I go on, I just go and do a quick check, like, I don't know, once every three months to see if yeah. anybody's message be anything important. Yeah, I like to stalk old high school friends. Well, when I say stock, I just like to see what they're up, what they're up to. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, you know. So anyway, so Brock Lesnar, I'm just Brock Lesnar. I think he's my pick to win the Rumble. Really? Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm going all out. I'm gonna pull a Costanza, see if that helps me win Big Red back, and just everything that I, I think is gonna happen. Like I'm pretty sure I'm gonna pick Kevin Owens to win, and wow. uh, I'm gonna pick Goldberg to win. Although that's kind of a toss up at this point. Yeah, I, um, I'm strongly considering picking Goldberg. Is Miz just there to make Goldberg look better and Drew can use can pin Miz instead of pinning Goldberg? Uh-huh. Well, Miz yeah. is going to eat the pin, yeah. but like why would you need to make Goldberg look good? Like Drew could easily pin Goldberg. Like I Why do you have to make Goldberg look good? This is the guy who said I want to beat the Fiend, man. I'm he sure Goldberg wants to, to make Braun sure. Strowman. Yeah, but Braun's Braun's like huge in in, in- Drew is better than Braun. He's oh, by far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about in terms of actual lingering ability. I'm saying in terms of physical size. Anyways, we'll talk about that when we get to the predictions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for, did you watch did you watch the latest uh, Road to New Beginning show? I did. Absolutely. I got all, all right, recap put, right here. I'm glad good, you I put it in the news. Did you watch Being it. the Elite cuz I did? No, it said you watched it, and so I started to watch it. I watched the opening part where Gallows the and Anderson were, they were just That's trying the to part. make the young bucks laugh. It was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, with a green screen for some reason. Yeah, with the green screen. And you're like, Gallows wanted to kill him. I'll dunk him in the Mississippi. Um, <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That was pretty funny stuff. Uh, yeah, no, wrote uh, New Japan, wrote a new beginning. So uh, the, let's see here. We did have uh, on night five, row two, new IWGP junior tag champions, Bullet Club, LP and Ishimori. Oh, took them off uh, Kanemaru and uh, 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 Desperado mm-hmm. uh, in a wildly, you know how like these days, like a lot of Bullet Club matches are wildly overbooked messes. Yeah. And yeah. Suzuki Gun historically overbooked yeah. messes. It's just uh, there was at least 
three there were there were three refs involved in the finish. Wow. Because Red Shoes and then Red Shoes is backup, and then even Red Shoes is backups backup all took bumps. Wow. There were uh three uh uh title shots to the head uh wow. spots. There was one Eddie Guerrero spot with where somebody like laid down and threw the title to I think it was uh Kana Maru. Uh, laid down and threw the title at uh, LP to make it look like he had just hit him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, and of course, the biggest story, I'll be honest with you, in the entire Road to New Beginning series has been what's in LP's boot. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, of course, he ended up uh, winning, if I'm not mistaken, with uh, the loaded boot. I'm trying to remember now how that, that finish was such a mess. I'm trying to remember how it actually went down. And for the life of me, I can't. It was such an. Oh, you it got was such confused a by all the false finishes, huh? I did. I wish I wrote it down. I watched it while I was uh, on the treadmill today. Um, but uh, but no, I was focused more on what happened afterwards. Afterwards, there was a press conference uh, where uh, LP revealed what was in. He took off his his wrestling shoe, and uh, and revealed what was in it. And he revealed that he's he's just wearing a red sock. And he said that was responsible, but the whole time he's like very carefully cradling his boot and like putting it aside. And you just hear Kevin Kelly screaming, no, come on. We don't want to see the sock. We want to see what's in the boot. And uh, we didn't still not been revealed. It's pretty funny. What's in the boot, but uh, it got them those titles back. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, <laughs> Flat says Steve loves a loaded boot more than he dislikes cross. That might be true. LP is my new favorite thing. He's hilarious. <laughs> they did some devastating back rake spots. Oh yeah, devastating back rakes, wow. man. Wow. Those guys are great. Uh, so also on night five, there was a big tag match between uh, Tenzin and Kojima against the United Empire today. Uh, and uh, the but they 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 sort of just went off with chairs. They decided they're going to be grumpy old men, so they took the DQ loss. Uh, and just started annihilating because they got these singles matches coming up. So here's the rest of the schedule for, and that's honestly kind of all that happened on this batch of Road Twos. Well, I heard the main event, the the, the six man tag match uh, last night was really good. Uh, yeah, Ibushi, I'm sure uh, Tanahashi and and Show. Tanahashi the, picked up the win, I think, on that one. On uh, I guess what uh, Sonata, Takagi, and uh, Takahashi. Oh, never mind. I don't know who took the pin there. Who, I think that was went to a, I think that went to a thirty minute draw. Oh, I did read. it? Okay. All right. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. It was last night? Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Then. I like to wait a day. Oh, sorry. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, as long as no titles change, it doesn't really matter. Uh, no, it won't happen until the actual new beginning shows. So, uh, the next, speaking of which, uh, the next uh, show is going to be New Beginning in Nagoya. That's January 30, late January 30th, early 31st for us here in the in the this hemisphere. Um, and we've got uh, Shingo Takagi versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the Never Openweight title. We've got uh, the Great Okan versus Tenzan and then uh, Will Ospreay versus Kojima. So that whole feud is going to play out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then after that, between February 1st and February 8th, there are four more Road 2 shows with really nothing going on. There's no title matches or anything. Yeah. Uh, and then we got February 10th, uh, the first night of New Beginning in Hiroshima. Uh, which features uh, Master Wado versus Bushi, uh, Gorillas of Destiny versus the Dangerous Techers for the tag for the heavyweight tag titles, and then you got the Ticking Time Bomb, Aromu Takahashi versus Show for the Junior. Uh, that'll be good. Title. Yeah, that'll, that'll be, be really good. That'll be Show Stealer. And then the next night, February 11th, 
New Beginning in Hiroshima uh, Night 2. Uh, this match is kind of a nothing thing because they're building this Okada evil thing, so it's sort of part of that. But check this out. You got uh, Okada teaming up with his best friend Yano, taking mm-hmm. on evil and his best friend Dick Togo. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing who eats the pin in that one. Oh, I wonder who. <laughs> I wonder who. <laughs> Uh, no spoilers there. Uh, and then, of course, the big main event to all this stuff, Kota Bushi versus Sonata should be a good match. But, that, yeah, that, that junior heavyweight match, Takahashi versus Show, that's going to oh, be the one that's, that's probably really going to steal the show. Yeah. That's to be really good. Uh, I'll do a quick rundown of being the elite. Of course, Steve mentioned opened up with uh, Gallows and Anderson just trying to make the Young Bucks laugh. Uh, uh, some green screen was involved. It was the funniest part of the show. Um, in terms of other major story beats, uh, we got a new number one contender, for the BTE title, um, they had this competition where he had to he had to jump up and hold on to a pull-up bar and see how long he could just hang from the pull-up bar mm-hmm, without mm-hmm. actually doing pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara uh, did it for over two minutes. Oh, wow. He's the number one contender. Uh, he's going to have oh, what was the competition? Wasn't there a tie? Th- wasn't there a BTE title title match? Uh, Silver versus uh, not the, Reynolds. Not, not in this show, no. Oh really? What was the drinking competition or the 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 beer pong thing? Wasn't that last week or was that the week before? Yeah, it wasn't this week. It, I mean, it must have been last week or the week before. Uh, the dark order bit was they were they were pointing fingers about who dropped the ball in terms of getting Hangman Page into the faction, and oh, they decided wow. that they're gonna they're gonna uh, deal with any chemistry issues by having a sleepover, a slumber party. Oh well, that's cool. So they so uh, Cole Cabana said, "Hey everybody, call your mom and get your permission slips." Oh, that was last. So wait, they had a title match last week for the BTE title? Yeah, I guess so. Does John Silver still have it then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Good for him, him and Sammy will be scoring off next week. Oh, wow. Do we know what the challenge is next week? I forgot what it was. Oh, okay, but they did announce it. Okay. They did say it. They did say. But yeah, the, gotcha. the opening bit with the, with Kicking the Good Brothers. Kicking field goals? That's it, yes. That's what it is? Okay. Yes. Um, the, the opening bit with Gallows and Anderson and the Young Bucks is pretty damn hilarious. It was pretty funny because, yeah, it was just them trying to make the Young Bucks laugh. Yeah. Like, the vulgar humor. It and was like real, a weird green screen bit. Yeah. The, the green screen was actually really good. Yeah, it was It was actually really well keyed. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, like the it was really well done. segment. Yeah. Whoever, really well whoever did that, maybe Karate Man can get that guy to do his stuff. Uh, Karate Man to AEW confirmed. Uh, confirmed. Let's talk Raw tonight as of right now. Last time I checked, at least three confirmed segments. First. Charlotte Flair will be uh, in a match against Shayna Baszler. Hey, one thing we didn't note that I didn't even notice, and maybe you did because you tend to notice this stuff more. So somebody was replaying, somebody was showing like uh, bits from that tag match with Charlotte and Asuka versus the Riot Squad. Uh-huh. You see Charlotte like basically no selling everything, kicking out at one on everything. She kind of does that all the time. Does she? Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I watched that uh, that that Bianca Belair Chronicle. Damn, dude. People need to move out of the way for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all just need to part the sea for <laughs> Bianca Belair. She needs to enter at number one. And win and the whole be, thing. And win the whole damn thing. Yep. I might I might pick her to win. I know I've been picking Bailey all this time. I might pick. I don't know if Bianca Belair is in her Stone Cold Steve Austin 96 or 97 year right now. I want to say she's like the early like 90, like maybe – like she's she's getting to her King of the Ring '96, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She she needs her Austin 316 moment. Yes. She yeah. I feel like she like that's got to be around the corner for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, she's good. It's a it's a really I can't write. It's only like 30 minutes. I don't I can't recommend it enough. She's she has a fascinating story dealing with depression, uh, uh, eating disorders, um, 
her her road to to success has been uh, a pretty interesting one. But uh, man, she just she has everything. She has mm-hmm. everything, and to see mm-hmm. her and Montez sort of, um, you know, just being a normal married couple, they they got so much charm between the two of them. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they'll be they'll be on the top of that company, you know, for a long time. Yep. Yep. Uh, another segment announced: Drew McIntyre and Goldberg come face to face before the Rumble, and, and then, <laughs> Drew's going to start coughing all over Goldberg. <laughs> and then finally, uh, Matt Riddle faces the Hurt Business in a gauntlet match for the uh, U.S. title opportunity. So he's got to get through Shelton Benjamin, uh, Cedric, Prime Alexander, and MVP to earn a title shot against Bob Lashley. That's going to be good, man. I, I guarantee you, Prime Alexander is going to f it up somehow. All that hubris, all that young hubris. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to answer some questions, yeah? Oh, wow. White Brownie says her SmackDown video, I'm assuming that's the obstacle course carrying Otis thing, has one million views on YouTube. Wow. According to White Brownie. That's great. <laughs> Kip Clip says Charlotte, first one to kick out of a one-winged angel. Yeah, she's the uh, Laredo kid of uh, WWE. <laughs> yeah, man, let's answer some questions. we got all a right. question thread here every Monday on the Twitter, twitter.com. Or I'm sorry, just at real going in wrong, rather. I mean, you can do the Twitter.com thing. If yeah, you're you can on, do Twitter. You're a desktop. Uh, Patrick Sparks, we'll kick things off. What would be the most interesting storyline where Miz successfully cashes in? Besides make him not a bumbling fool, what booking does he need to be taken seriously in a believable champion? Well, he can't be a bumbling fool. Yeah. He and Morrison can't barely win handicap matches, you know? Yeah, true. So the most interesting storyline where Miz successfully cashes in, I don't know if it exists. Not not in, you know, you only have five more months, maybe mm-hmm. less than that, because last time it was like in May, wasn't it? Yeah, usually it's somewhere between May and July is where May the Bay. Yeah. Happened. Yeah. So you don't have a lot of time. He needs I'm sorry. He needs to start from scratch. He needs to figure out like we have to see him figure out how to not be a bumbling fool. We have to see that road, that progression. He has to stop and say, you know what? I'm like a million time intercontinental champion. I've won that thing so many times, the workhorse title. I've been the workhorse that many times. I need to get back to being that. And I can't do it with Ms. TV and, and, and silliness and John Morrison. They yeah. need a split, mm-hmm. realize that they're better without each other. Yep. And we need to see his road to like becoming an actual threat because he ain't. He's 24-7 material. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Nick. With Daniel Bryan recently saying NXT is a third brand, not developmental, power rank three ways WWE could showcase NXT like a third brand. Uh, your stop, first, stop, yeah. stop treating it like a, a deterrent to AEW. Yep. That's yep. number one. Yep. Which means? Give it its own night. Give it its own night. Number two, NXT matches on, it's kind of similar to, you know, like Ring of Honor would get a title match every once in a while on at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, you know, NXT title matches at pay-per-views, you know, at least the major four, at least the major four. That's yeah. That's what it, it's now, not the monthly stuff, but at least the major four put an NXT title match there, mm-hmm. um, have takeovers on its own weekends. Like they're kind of doing right now. Yeah. Um, uh, allow them to participate in the rumble mm-hmm. survivor series for sure. They, mm-hmm. cause that was like one of the best survivor series recently mm-hmm. is when they had NXT involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, you uh, you go ahead and, and pull the trigger on that NXT for NXT show. I do wonder if the Peacock thing is going to affect WWE and their philosophy or their their you know that they, they want to basically make the WWE network 
like the Library of Congress for wrestling. You know what I mean? Like they wanted mm-hmm. to, they were bringing in, they have like ICW progress. They have all these yeah, initials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're going to continue to view that as added value, given that it's part of the overall Peacock experience now. Yeah, I don't know if, if that would, if they'd lessen their, their desire to bring in more indie wrestling, given that I would assume part of the desire to bring that stuff in would be to draw more fans to the, the, the service. But if you get a guaranteed amount of money for said service, you know, especially once it's part of yeah. larger service with, you know, the added value is in getting the office and, you know, Night Court and all of the Universal movies along with your WWE programming, you know, like uh, being able to watch some Evolve Best of. All right. I mean, that's cool, I guess. But <laughs> do you think but I can watch all of Night Court, you know, <laughs> do you think do you think the priority there bearing out? Do you think the priority for doing that was simply so that when. The superstars blow up. You have Evolve, and Matt Riddle did some stuff there. You have right? you have all their past matches. You can do all sorts of best stuff stuff. That's the priority, right? And yeah. then just the yeah. cherry on top is, hey, we can stick these episodes, and you know, twenty people will watch them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I figure. Uh, Mister Sinister, you guys are invited to be in the Royal Rumble match. What tactics mm-hmm. would you guys do to survive to be part of the final four participants? Road Dog, what Road Dog did? You hug that bottom rope on the ground. You hug that hug bottom it. rope. Hug it on the ground. Hug it. Back to the ground. And just kick. Hold on the rope and kick. Yep. 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 Uh, Evil Penguin, based solely on promos, who should win the Rumble matches to have the best story with each other of the current champions? For instance, the promo battle between Sasha and Bianca would be incredible, as would one between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Uh, I agree with the Sasha and Bianca one. That'd be really good. But yeah, I'm like you. I mean, I, I'm I, part of me's thinking Bianca's going to win, but then it's still like it's still kind of weird to me that they had Sasha and Bailey have that one blow off match at Hell and Cell, and they're not going to go back to it. You know? Yeah, they had like a rematch at on oh, the, yeah, SmackDown. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I do. I because here's the thing. I do think that. There, there's two things that that leads me towards Bailey winning, is is this? It's yeah, Sasha versus Bailey. At I mean, you look, you could totally do face versus face at WrestleMania with Bianca and Sasha, but I still feel like it's Bailey versus Sasha is the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of promos, it's it's Bailey. I mean, honestly, like Bianca Belair, she I'd probably put her second. I put her second. Um, I'm not really into Sasha Banks. I've never actually been really into Sasha Banks' promos. I feel like they're, they're just too performer and not. Like with Bailey, Bailey nails everything. Ever since she's become the the heel that she is now, mm-hmm. the ding-dong hello stuff, oh, she nails great. it. She yeah. nails it. Um, and Sasha has some good one-liners when she's a bad guy. Um, I don't really feel her promos that much. Bianca's terrific. She's yeah. absolutely, And she's only going to get better. Her reactions are hilarious. They're great. Um, so yeah, I'd put her. I'd put her at like number two for sure. Yeah, and well, that's assuming they, Becky. That's assuming Becky's not there. Sorry, I forgot one thing from the the Raw preview. Oscar versus Alexa Bliss is happening tonight for the Raw Women's title. That's for the title. That's right. Yeah. Um, Anthony Matthews says, "I'd bet all the money that Bliss walks out of Raw tonight as Raw Women's champion." As much as we may like Oscar, Vince has never believed in her as a WrestleMania main event player. Also, Bliss has been doing some of the best work of her career, so it makes sense they do this. 
I don't know, given that she's already like they made such a big deal about her announcing for the Rumble last week. And with with the uh, with the supernatural aspect of her character feels more like there'd be like a weird wonky finish like Orton might get involved to try mm-hmm. to bait the fiend, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a great name. The wild dude, the wild dude. Who do you think uh, was or is a wrestler hurt by being forced to work a different match style than they usually did? Uh, wild dude's example would be carrying cross a guy clearly talented in catch shoot style, but is being done a disservice trying to work a WWE style. Uh, follow up here from Wild Dude says I'd recommend checking out his matches against Timothy, Th- Timothy Thatcher or John Moxley. Cross works a very subdued technical style akin to Thatcher, and he's really good at it. I will do that. Wild Dude, I'll check out Cross's old work, and if they're doing him a disservice, then uh, I'll rant about that every week. Be like, give me old Cross, darn it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. A wrestler hurt by being forced to work a different match style than they usually did. Than they usually did. I can't think of a specific example now, but I feel like there is a situation where there's someone who is really good on on the independent scene, doing all sorts of great high flying stuff. They got W. You're like, mm, don't. Oh, Sami Zayn's still a really good wrestler. He doesn't do the 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 turnbuckle yeah, brain busters anymore. It's horrifying. Kevin Steen isn't allowed to do package pile drivers anymore. Yeah. I want to see those things. Yeah. I'll say this. I'll go back. I'll he mentions uh he mentions this name, but he doesn't mention it in the context of his question, John Moxley. Uh I'd rather see do him do hardcore de- stuff in WWE. I'd yeah. rather see him do deathmatch stuff. I mean, if you know, other than the, the the boring WWE style of working. I mean, his his best stuff in AEW has been matches where there's like blood involved. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Biff Top Johnny, hard to believe AJ Styles signed with WB only five years ago. What is your favorite AJ match, promo, and moment from his time at WB? Follow-up question, how many more years will he continue to wrestle in WB? I think he said this contract he just signed is going to be his last deal, mm-hmm. as a full-time wrestler at least. Uh, favorite AJ match still is him and Cena, uh, SummerSlam, is that 2016? 2016, yeah. Yeah, that was terrific. That was absolutely Man, that terrific. was good. That's probably one of the best matches I've ever seen live in person. Favorite promo? I don't, dude. I don't know if you can consider it a promo, but like all of the talky stuff that he did uh, with um, the 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 boneyard match. I mean, mm-hmm. that wasn't like a real match. There was so, it was it was a scene basically. It was a fight scene, and there was so much talky stuff going on that I really just love from AJ. I'm like, man, this guy fit in perfectly on. Yeah, he was chewing up scenery in that like that Sons bit. of Anarchy or whatever on yeah. suits. Oh, wow. That's a great question from uh, Alex Foster. Larson, who would Steve root for? So it's Dominic Mysterio <laughs> versus Karrion Cross. Wow. Versus Yoshihashi. I feel wow. like you'd, you'd root for Yoshihashi yeah. to get the upset. Yeah. Oh, I totally would. I totally would. I have I have such a fondness in my heart for Yoshihashi in that he's so... Like, dude, when he can't... God damn. When he ran down that time and oh. all like... I felt I so felt for his him. Head, yeah, cracked yeah. his head. Like on one hand, it's kind of funny because it's just anytime somebody it's a pratfall, but he came up with just like it's just Busted it adds to the absurdity with just how much blood there was. Like, dude, go yeah, to the crazy. back. It's something he had to do, man. He's being a professional. Uh, Trey Thomas will Peacock cancel the WWE Network if WWE caused people to cancel this app. This is a great question. So, dang MQ. 
had it was dang MQ, wasn't it? I think so. Had the same question, kind of. It was. So what are the people going to do now? How are they going to yeah, rage Dang MQ, quit? Sorry, Dang MQ was, will people cancel Peacock when WB does something stupid? Yeah. That question was asked on our Twitch. How are people going to rage quit WWE now when if they rage quit it, they'd be rage quitting the office in Night Court? You can't rage quit Night Court. Nobody can rage quit Bull or Dan. Yeah. What was the judge's name? Harry? Harry, yeah. Who's Marky Post? Character? I don't remember her character's name. There's Mac. 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 What was what was her name? Marsha Washington. Martha Washington. What was her name? The other bailiff. Yeah, something like that. Night Court. Do 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 do. Such a good show. Marsha Warfield. Um. Oops, uh, it'll probably just be p- people yelling into the void via social media. That's probably all it's going to be. Christine was Marky Post. Ah, that's right. Dan Fielding. Yeah. It's John Larroquette. Hey, so uh, Richard Mull was Bull Shannon. Uh-huh. Do you know his first name? His character actually had a first name. Yeah, what was it? Was it Richard? No. No, that's his re- that's a shoot first name. Oh, okay. The character's shoot first, or the character's first name, was Nostradamus. That's funny. It must have been one of those Cosmo things, or uh, yeah, uh, Cosmo yeah, yeah. Kramer things, you know. That's pretty funny. Roz, Roz was yes. Marsha Warfield. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Other than just compl- then people just complaining about it. I mean, especially yeah, if you're in a situation like if you're in a situation where you're a, a, a Comcast subscriber and it comes with your package, you can't rage quit the WWE. I mean, you, you just gotta, stop. You just stop watching. Stop watching. Yeah. What are you gonna you gonna cancel Comcast because WWE booked uh, Drew McIntyre to lose clean to Goldberg? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you can't. You got no leverage anymore, fans. I guess not. Yeah, that's a I'm good gonna, point. Cool, because it's it's less impactful. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna stop watching versus I'm gonna cancel because canceling you're hitting a you're doing a thing. Yeah, there's yeah, yes. There's action, uh, action now. Ezra Zealous with the talk of legends as of late. What qualifies as a legend in the going in raw opinion? Is it age, years in the business, championship, or some other type of impact? It's it's like it's going in raw math. I think mm-hmm. if you're above a certain score in going in raw math, like if you're seven plus, I feel like you're a legend. Okay, I yeah, but to get there, I think there is a no. You're right. You're on the right path. There is a specific category in going in raw math, where if you're if you get a certain number, or if you even have a number assigned that is above a certain number, and that is of course legacy. If mm-hmm. your legacy if can be determined and it's above a six or a seven, now, I kind of feel like legacy has to be above eight to be considered a true legend. Randy Orton's legacy. Randy Orton's a legend, but he's still in the business. Yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. Right? His yeah. legacy is going to be an eight or above. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't, con- you can't consider Drew McIntyre a legend. I consider Shinsuke Nakamura an IWGP legend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles. I'd consider him a legend. Yeah. 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 His legacy. Yeah, it's too, it's too early. It's too early for Drew, but yeah, everything else you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Greg Morris with ratings down this much could Goldberg still win and hold the title until Mania that'd be over two months without the champion on TV yeah totally 
The road to WrestleMania, for the most part, kind of sells itself. I think usually ratings go up post Rumble, in between Rumble and Mania, anyway. Yeah, so the road to Mania usually they 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 go up. So yeah, they go up. So yeah, they they could do it. I because I'm I'm thinking like when I when I'm thinking of the prediction stuff, I feel like Raw's number one contender for Mania is more likely to be decided at Elimination Chamber because there are a bunch of moving pieces. Who wouldn't want to see Keith Lee, Sheamus? Uh, I mean, Drew McIntyre now. I mean, if Goldberg wins, Drew, Sheamus, Keith Lee, all the in the Elimination Chamber, the Miz maybe is in there because he's going to be the Money in the Bank guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Todd, I feel like that's going to be the Elimination Chamber number one contender match right there. And then whoever oh, wow. wins. Night Court isn't actually streaming anywhere. No, it's not on Peacock? I'm canceling Comcast. See, there we go. This is as of at least December. I love this question here from Cody West on the Twitter. His question is simply, how about the WWE Network rights for the U.S. being sold? <laughs> well, that's, our, that's, our, that's our thumbnail, man. Come on, Cody. Uh, Sean Lathrop theory, if each faction in AEW had a female member, they'd get more TV time. Assign a woman to each faction in AEW. All right. Who, the example who, here is uh, Chris Statlander joining Jurassic Express. That was exactly what I was going to say. That'd Great be good. example. Great example. Inner Circle. Nyla Rose and Vicky. Uh, I don't know. They're kind of they're kind of goofy. I'm going to go with Britt Baker. I'd say Britt Baker for the inner circle. All right. I mean, they're running around BTE with like nun costumes, trying to get money from people. Britt Baker, meanwhile, is an actual dentist. Heck <laughs> <laughs> uh, of money, man. Those dentists. Why is she even bothering with wrestling? Dentists. Like make she heck, en- they make probably, so much money. Probably because she just enjoys doing it. Probably enjoys it. But holy crap! Granite Bay, all dentists. And lawyers, probably. Uh, uh, Death Triangle. Thunder Rosa. Oh, good. Good answer. Um, good answer. What other factions are there? There's a ton of them, although I'm, I'm forgetting them. Um, oh, uh, Kingston Family. Yeah, sort of thrown together. Well, I guess uh, the, the Bunny. Bunny's already there. Yeah, she's there. Doesn't really wrestle, though. No, I think I think I think I think Nyla Rose would fit in with the Kingston family. I think that'd be a cool dynamic. I could see okay. that. Okay, I could see that would be fun. Kingston and, and Vicky Guerrero trying that to get along fun. would that be, be fun. hilarious. That'd be great. Um, is Archer and Jake Roberts just a faction because it's two of them? Well, it's just <laughs> two of them. I mean, he, no, <laughs> I mean, dude, not dude it's just manager. a dude manager. Yeah, it's just a dude manager. Dude and manager. Oh, Team Taz. Oh man, Team Taz. Who do we um, got? That we got Will Hobbs. We got Ricky Starks. We got uh, oh, pff, easy Melissa Santos. Hire Melissa Santos. Uh, I'll say Ty Conti for uh, Team Taz. Uh, okay, that's good. That's not bad. That's good. Of course, Dark Order. No, you and, know who? No, Team Taz. Jay. What? Who? Team Taz is Layla Hirsch. Okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, Anna Jay, already member of the Dark Order. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Nightmare Family is really big. They've got Brandy, but she's pregnant now. Yeah. I mean, they, they uh, kind of have Red Velvet, don't they? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, okay. Red Velvet. Uh, best Friends, are they a faction? They are. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're a faction. Who would fit into the dynamic of best friends? I mean, it totally would have been, what was her name? Kylie Ray? Yeah. Totally would have been her. That would have been what, perfect. What about Leva Bates? Yeah, she's yeah, she doesn't have pretty Peter anymore. So yeah, that's good. What about uh Kip and Mira? I know Penelope's already part of of uh their faction. Lana. Okay. Well it'd be CJ. Yeah, CJ. CJ. And then uh, uh Hardy Party. Oh yeah. Somebody who's into like money and partying. Hmm. I anticipate this question being so difficult. Well, this I mean, we did pretty good until now. Yeah. Uh, what about Jade Cargill? Oh yeah, there you go, Big Swole. Uh, Jason Lewis, Power Rangers. Jade Ranking. Cargill, she's part of a faction. Shaq's faction. The Shaction. <laughs> well, it's not a faction. There's only two Shaq, people in it. It's, uh, it's uh, Papa John. There's a record incoming. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> that guy said, what was how, that all about? How, how many I've days were there to a pizza? Yeah. I've had 40 pizzas in two weeks. The fuck? Really? Is that Bro. why he was so sweaty all the time? Bro. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be honest. Look, I'll be honest with you. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I wish I could live that life. 40 pizzas in two weeks? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Four pizzas? What's the math on that? 14 days? Four pizzas a day? Like three, three and a half? Three pizzas a day. Yeah, three yeah. pizzas a day. Oh, I'm there. Three quarter pizzas a day. That might actually put me off pizza for life. I think so. <laughs> Jason Lewis, Power Rank, the video games Undertaker, does not want you to know that he plays. Mm, words with friends. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Oh, shit. I forgot about this. Oh, yeah. Let's do mail. This is from the Queen of the Ring. Oh, that's Alex. awesome. Oh, yeah. Is that what I think it is? I think it's my stickers. Yeah. That's awesome. Let's see here. I, once again, woke up. This sounds very excited. I'm so excited to wake up on Sunday mornings, man. This week, uh, Church of Joshi uh, had um, uh, Siri. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about that particular wrestler in the Joshi scene. Uh, but there was a bunch of really fantastic matches. That's I had cool. my coffee. I had uh, my Church of Joshi on this screen, and then on this screen over here, I was playing Call of Duty. It was great. So, look, there's one for you, one for me. Awesome. What, what do you prefer, gold or silver? Uh, you know me. I like the I like I like gold. You love you love gold. Love All right. Gold. So I will stash that for you. It's good because I like silver. I think gold is kind of gaudy. Uh, and then there's a little envelope here, translucent. Ooh. I know it's very pretty packaging. But yeah, check out Church of Joshi yes. at uh, twitch.tv forward slash Kalavision. Yes. Ah, perfect. She says, thanks for supporting us. You're the best. No, you guys are the best. I just, I just look, man, I, I, I try to push them as much as I can because I just like what they do. Yep. Look at all these. Oh, look at so these cool. Holographic stickers. Awesome. Put this, let's see here. This one points to you guys. So bang. Slap right one here. of them on there. And do that. Why don't you ask a question? Thank you so here. much. Thank Thanks you so, so much. much. Uh, Kip with WB Network in the news. If you were WB and for whatever reason you could only purchase one tape library, which do you choose? Oh, this is easy. Ooh, TNA question. or Impact, Ring of Honor, or New Japan? It's New Japan. I'll be honest, dude. I'd, I'd purchase TNA. Yeah. I'd purchase TNA. Do you know why? Because it's so weird. And I'm There's sure a lot New, of weird. Japan, New Japan probably has its fair share of weird. And you're probably, you're probably smart for getting New Japan. 
But, dude, all those amazing impact moments from the past, TNA moments from the past that we're privy to, seemingly the same ones every week. Steiner mm-hmm. math, the old fairgrounds with the uh, – <laughs> uh, the, what, was, what was that dude's name? Was it Lodi? Lodi was, like was a sign guy from WCW. Okay, so there's that one match where they have the fairgrounds they always show. Yeah. And it's Jerry Lynn. Yeah, yeah, and Styles is in there. And there's that other guy who looks like stunning Steve Austin. Yeah, What's he that? does. Oh, uh, low key. No, not low key. Kiwi. <laughs> uh, no, uh, okay, it was Kiwi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a good question. Panda Police Club. Who do you think is a candidate for the major breakout star of 2021? I know there's an obvious answer to this. Is it is it Hook, Taz's kid? <laughs> Hey, it's hook. It could be. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure chat will have a better answer than us. Uh, Great O'Con. <laughs> Tenzin. <laughs> Tenzin is the breakout star. Yeah, finally get that never open weight title. He's never it's, had to it's be. LP's had. boot. There you go. LP's boot is my breakout LP's, star. LP's red sock. <laughs> the red sock. He said, look at this. Red sock. <laughs> Kevin Kelly was so pissed. No! <laughs> What's in the boot? <laughs> uh, Jameson. How Matt Seidel. A... Oh. <laughs> Breakout star. <laughs> how big of a pop uh, would Finn Balor and Adam Cole... Sorry. How big would you pop if Balor and Adam Cole went to AEW in a current version of The Outsiders? Balor or Cole beating Kenny Omega for the title would be amazing. Only if they wear Nash and Hall gear. Yeah, there you go. Um, Balor dressed to Scott Hall. Adam yeah. Cole. <laughs> Kevin Nash. Diesel, yeah. That'd be great. No, well, yeah, Bal- Balor could rock the uh, the denim vest and the jeans and the boots. Mm-hmm. You don't know why I'm here. There you go. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Blake Elizondo, fantasy book Oscar versus Bliss tonight if it went exactly how you wanted it to. I like the idea of Orton getting involved, but that leads to Oscar re- successfully retaining the title. Mm-hmm, Oscar yeah. needs like a major win. She hadn't really had a major win in a oh, while. It's been months. It's been like six months for the, since they've done anything with her. I know. It's terrible. Uh, then NJWP, uh, how big could uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's American... Uh, division get could it rival new uh sorry uh nwa or ring of honor depends on the star power they 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 bring in bring over signed on and i'll tell you another way they can they can improve the whatever chances the american uh, uh, uh the version of it goes why do they do any crossover with aew yeah they're gonna need more than uh gabriel kid and uh Whoever the Frederick, what's his name? Carl, Carl Frederick. Carl Frederick. Clark Connor. Clark Connor. Uh, Blake Christian. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna Brody King's more. great. I love that J.R. Kratos oh, is doing stuff. Yeah. No, yeah, Brody is fantastic. Yeah. Um, the last yeah. stop I've ever heard in person was probably when J.R. Kratos basically caved someone's chest in at a, a show here in Sacramento. You call Aaron Sky someone. <laughs> well... Sorry, I mean I know Aaron Sky. He's 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 been yeah, wrestling around no. here, but if I say it, if I say on the show, 
Aaron Sky. Don't, I mean, I'm just guessing a lot of people. Basically, know who he just is. said my favorite chop was when Jared Kratos was in singles action. <laughs> what did Aaron Sky ever do to you, man? <laughs> he took a stiff chop from Jared Kratos. Is oh, what he did. Boy, that was rough because Aaron Sky is a little dude. Yeah, he's built like me. <laughs> he, he, he's tiny. He's way tinier than you. You would have. You would be in, at, have every right to go up to him and be like a baby boy. <laughs> He is a tiny dude. And Jared Kratos he is got, enormous. Kratos is a... He's like... Kratos remember Morrow used enormous. to talk about Lars Sullivan being a Kirby creation? Kratos is legitimately like a like a Kirby creation. This guy is huge. He's got these giant meat hands. Huge. God, Kratos versus Cal Jack. I want to see that match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw at, at a, a, a Cal show, I think it was Kratos versus Drake Frost. I think he wrestled. And it was really oh, good. Yeah. It was oh, hard yeah. hitting. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love Kratos. Yeah, dude. They need more people. I mean, honestly, they just need to sort of raid Ring of Honor, like get Bateman. I think Bateman's done some work with uh, with New Japan. Mm-hmm. He's terrific. Mm-hmm. He's got a. He's what a creepy dude that is. Um, he's great. Yeah, uh, Brody King is. He's he's tops, man. He's gonna be a huge star. So yeah, you gotta start doing. You gotta start doing that. But you also need some like bigger some 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 marquee names too you know because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. this is the pool is seems seemingly so thin out there of established indie names because everybody else has swooped in yep <clears throat> anyways that's gonna do it for the show today twitch chat stick around we're gonna answer some more questions uh and yeah hopefully you guys join us tonight for uh, our raw recap thanks for watching till next time we'll talk to you later goodbye Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>